Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun-sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me. Try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today. Well, every single player on the Ravens roster reported to mandatory minicamp Tuesday, but it was Odell Beckham Jr. who stole the show. And Sarah, he stole it in more ways than one. Not only was it his first time in an NFL jersey in a year and a half, but he also dropped some intriguing news about free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Wednesday, June 14th. And this is your morning Ravens update from inside the vault. So Ravens wide receiver Rashad Bateman will not be participating in Baltimore's mandatory minicamp this week. And there is a strategy in place as to why that's the case. Plus, Chuck Clark suffered what's believed to be a serious knee injury, which will have ripple effects in more ways than one in Baltimore, including in free agency. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Sarah, we're going to get into the Odell Beckham Jr. return, right, that he made to the field and his comments on his new quarterback, Lamar Jackson, and a number of other topics. But first, let's begin with what everybody's talking about. Yeah, Bobby, our girl, Josina Anderson, she was at the Ravens mini camp Tuesday and she slipped in a question at the very end of OBJ's presser. And she asked about free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. It was a good presser up until that point. But this one just left everybody, you know, with their eyes open with an intriguing response from OBJ. We both were in Arizona and we were joking way before the draft even happened, you know, about, you know, possibly going here and, um, I don't know what happens from here. You know, that's not not really my call. I'm not the GM or coach or anything like that. But um, I do know that he was, you know, kind of craving to be able to play football again. You know, he had a shorter season last year as well. Uh, but he just uh, don't know where he's going to end up. But I'm excited for him. Excited to watch him again. Um, 
and I think he can still ball from from what I seen when we were working out. Yeah, well, that quote right there that certainly got the Ravens fan base going, especially on the heels of the news that Rashad Bateman won't be at practice this week, which I know you'll dig into more in the next topic, Bobby. But I'm certainly not against not against adding D Hop. I think he's a phenomenal talent, and I would welcome the quote unquote problem of having too many mouths to feed in this offense it just feels like to me at this point uh it's unlikely obj said that these conversations between the two of them they happened way before the draft and the ravens subsequently took zay flowers with their top pick and meanwhile d hop is visiting with the tennessee titans and new england patriots this week so hey unless there's a visit to baltimore at some point this conversation that OBJ and D-Hop had together, it just sounds like a fun dream that they had. Again, a dream that I would endorse, even though I'm not so sure from what I hear that DeAndre would be a locker room fit, but it would be a dream that I would endorse. But it's still a dream, nonetheless, between these two veterans and something you know, big would have to change all of that. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. So let's move on and dig more into OBJ's return to the football field for the first time in almost two years. Now, he came to the podium with a, shall we say, low-key attitude. I mean, it looked like he had just hopped off a red-eye, Sarah. It looked like he was on West Coast time, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> And it kind of came across as if he was a little disengaged to begin. But we all know that most players, especially superstars, or I should say some superstars, don't exactly love their obligation to do media interviews. But uh, anyway, he was rocking his new city Orioles cap and he did give some good insight here and there. So what were your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, even the, the Orioles Twitter account, they saw that and, and retweeted him with his Orioles cap on. And, you know, it, he just said, you know, tying that in with the Orioles, he's really trying to embrace the city and the Baltimore community and be as present as he can. Obviously this comes off of him delivering the classic writers up, call it preakness. And, you know, in terms of his tone, I agree. It was much more laid back than when he, signed but you know what i think part of it might have to do with what he was saying later on he said that he's trying to downplay this moment of putting on an nfl jersey again after so much time away and here's why i think it is i think um, i've been trying to you know not think about it uh so much because there's been so many disappointments and i just i've been in a good mental mental headspace to where I've tried to downplay um, this, but I definitely think that I'll be excited to be able to put a jersey on and you know go out and, and do the thing that you've done your whole life and uh, what you love to do. So I'm excited about that. There is at least one aspect of his return that he's letting himself enjoy. I'm where I'm at right now. It's still in my process and I'm just trying to gear up and get ready for week one. Yeah, it's safe to say that you feel good about where yeah. you are. Yeah, I feel good. It's, it feels good to be able to get out of bed and not feel, um, you know, pain. It feels good to feel like if I need to take off running right now, I could take off running. You know, it, it um, it's been a, a long journey this time around, um, and it was its own process. So I just had to take that for what it was. OBJ was also asked if he feels like himself speed wise, and he said, "Oh, I'm definitely fast." <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that. And while OBJ was downplaying his return, John Harbaugh, on the other hand, man, he was just gushing over his new playmaker when he was asked about the first impression. My impression of Odell Beckham has been nothing but. I love the guy. I mean, he's a pro. He's a he's a he's he's what you would 
expect from a world-class athlete? He's a highly competitive guy. He, uh, he wants to play at the highest level and only the highest level. He's not interested in not playing and performing at the very highest level. Uh, from everything I've heard, he's a, he's a big-time practice player. Uh, I, everything I've seen, he's a big-time train-himself train guy, you know, workout guy, get ready to play. So, you know, those are the things that you always respect. And I don't think you can perform at the level he's performed at or some of the guys. I think back to uh, Terrell Owens, for instance. You know, we had him in Philadelphia. He came in, all the hype and all the things from the personality standpoint. Nobody worked harder at practice. Nobody worked harder in the weight room. The guy came to special teams meetings. I mean, he was into football, you know. So, um, to me, those kind of guys reach that level for a reason. And, you know, he's in a place in his career where I think he feels like he has a lot to prove at this point. And uh, I think he feels like he's going to be the healthiest he's been in a few years. So let's go. Well, that is high praise for Odell there from coach. And you know what? The wide receiver had high praise for his new quarterback in Lamar Jackson. OBJ said that number eight has a very strong arm and that it kind of jumps out at him when he's running routes and he's got to get ready for those. And he and Lamar, they already have plans to work out together after mini camp and before training camp, going to continue working on that chemistry. And OBJ, frankly, he just kind of credits Lamar as a big reason as why he came to Baltimore. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, one of the reasons why I signed here. Uh, you know, I've watched him for years. I watched him when he was at Louisville. Um, so I don't know who's faster. You know, I don't know that the answer to that question, but he's definitely, we all know, one of the most electrifying players um, that we've seen at that position. Uh, and, you know, one of my favorite players growing up, I'm sure he always used to get the comparison, was Mike Vick. And um, he just he just has that... Um, he has that it to him. And I think um, I remember being in New York with Saquon Barkley and seeing another guy put on cleats and you just know like they're special people. So I got to make sure I, I stay on my blocks and not get busy, you know, watching him when he's doing his thing. Sometimes, you know, you all, we all want to see it. But I, like I say, I'm excited about that opportunity. I think that was um, a lot of the reason why I signed. Still to come here on The Vault, the latest on Rashad Bateman's status and why he's sidelined for minicamp this week. The Vault is sponsored by Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I've been rocking the prism black polarized lenses this summer, and I'm loving them so far. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run? Do you golf? Maybe you train, or perhaps you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of the above is true, you got to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self, really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good, and that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. And hey, since it's officially summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. So go visit oakley.com to find yourself a pair today. Oakley offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, Get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust Sarah and I. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. 
right, Bobby. Well, <laughs> the Rashad Bateman critics, whew, were they out in droves on Tuesday? They were not taking it easy on him after John Harbaugh shared news that his third-year wide receiver will be sidelined for minicamp this week. Yeah, and this is what that news sounded like from Harbs himself. He had a, a, a shot, you know, for healing purposes, cortisone-type deal, so that'll keep him out for a couple days. So we just decided to just let him keep rehabbing and uh, make sure he's, he's ready to go for training camp. So remember, this is a player who's been marred by injury throughout much of his first two seasons in the league, and last year was the Liz Frank setback. So the Ravens are clearly willing to do whatever it takes to put him in the best position to ensure he stays healthy for a full 17 game season or at least doing as much as that's in their power now my question is what's wrong with being precautionary this early on in his ramp up period that beats me sarah and i guess those that i'm asking are the ones that were kind of noisy about this on tuesday Oh, people were ready to have him traded, bring in D-Hop, all of that. That was definitely going on. But, you know, Bobby, you're not alone. That's a similar sentiment to the one that Jeff Zrebeck from The Athletic, he echoed when he was asked by a follower of his. Uh, he tweeted, quote, Bateman was on the field today, and it's not like he was walking around with a limp or anything. It's June 13. Let's all relax. Soreness gets you sidelined for practice at this time of the year. Close quote. And if that's not enough, why don't we detail what doctor of physical therapy Jeff Muller quote tweeted in response to one of your transcriptions on Tuesday. Uh, Dr. Muller wrote the following quote, Rashad Bateman is roughly seven months out from Liz Frank surgery. Uh, the quote got injection for healing purposes it's not a normal procedure to simply just give cortisone injections out on a protocol or timeline. So something must be bothering him as he ramps up in his training. Now, as of right now, this is simply something we should monitor. There's no need to panic on his value yet. The hope is that it isn't to address an irritation that would require a second surgery, such as to remove hardware, which would delay his ramp up for the season, close quote. Again, that is from Dr. Muller, a doctor of physical therapy. So again, the last thing I want to do is speculate because as Jeff said, it's not like Bate was seen limping around the practice field. And so until there's reason to sound the alarm bells, I'm not one to overreact, at least in this case, I'm not. Now, as for OBJ, we all know He's been through his fair share of injuries, as he's opened up about in recent months. And he was asked if he has any wisdom to give Bateman as he prepares for the final leg of his comeback. Yeah, I definitely do. I know that um, it's never easy, but each injury is you know, usually different. But it's just about helping each other out with the mentality. And, um, you know, when you come back from being injured, there's always that little bit of fear that you have to get over. You know, so you don't want it to happen again or whatever. So we haven't we haven't, you know, talked about it as much in the room, but he was training with me at Exos and you know, we chopped it up about it. So I think he's heading in the right direction. I think we're all gearing up, getting ready, um, you know, for the season. So, Sarah, this just sucks. Uh, some tough news coming out of New York where the athletic Zach Rosenblatt reported that former Ravens safety Chuck Clark has suffered what is believed to be a serious knee injury at the Jets' mandatory minicamp. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. It's just, you know, bad news. And you know what, Bobby? It has ripple effects in Baltimore in more than one way. 
obviously, first off, we all feel for Chuck. Chuck was a beloved figure here in Baltimore after being drafted in the sixth round of the 2017 draft. And he worked his way up to become a reliable starter. And despite the front office adding high-profile free agent Marcus Williams and drafting a first-rounder in Kyle Hamilton last offseason, Clark, you know, ended up in the long run putting his head down last year and continuing to give his everything. Now, everyone understood why he requested and then was subsequently granted a trade to the Jets. And almost everybody in Baltimore just appreciated his dedication to the Purple and Black while he was here. He never once missed a game due to injury. So for this new injury to happen prior to the season, in, had a, at a mini camp, our hearts go out to Chuck. And Sarah, the Jets didn't take all that long whatsoever to sign his replacement. They inked former Packers safety Adrian Amos, who Rosenblatt reported the Jets weren't even looking at until Chuck's injury on Tuesday. But as you mentioned, there is a ripple effect here uh, times two. Yeah, the Jets were not looking at him, but you know who was? <laughs> it was the Ravens. Amos reportedly uh, visited the Ravens facility for a second time, not just one time, but a second time on Monday. Now, Bobby, that's usually a pretty good sign that two sides are closing in on a deal. But in Baltimore, as we know, Amos would have been the third safety. And in Mike McDonald's defense, he probably still would have seen the field quite a bit. But now Amos will be the clear starter in New York, and he reportedly got a more lucrative offer from them. And in light of this news, a Ravens fan asked Jeff Zrebeck if it's now time for John Harbaugh and Marcus Peters to, you know, quote, kiss and make up. And Zrebeck replied that their relationship is not what's holding up a potential deal. Zrebeck said that the ship has not sailed yet. And then he added, quote, last year was rough. Peter struggled and it boiled over on a few occasions, but I'm not ruling it out only because I think adding a cornerback is close to a necessity. If it's him, you have to be confident where he's at health wise and he may have to embrace a part time role. Close quote. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with some early flashes from veteran wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. I feel like we've already mentioned this before, so that's a good sign for the 30-year-old. Multiple beat reporters who were at open practice on Tuesday noted his long touchdown reception from Lamar Jackson. And Sarah, while I'm not ready to crown him after one day of minicamp, it's been encouraging to see how active and engaged the veterans been throughout the offseason since his signing. Hopefully that translates into the 2023 regular season. In other news, according to The Athletic's Jeff Zrebeck, running back J.K. Dobbins was in the building on Tuesday, as was the case on Monday. Now, Jeff was told that his absence from practice was more precautionary for a minor soft tissue injury. And finally, two notes on a couple second-year cornerbacks. Pepe Williams, friend of the show, one of our first-ever guests, matter of fact, which is coming up on a year. Crazy how time is just flying. Anyway, Pepe is going to miss minicamp with an undisclosed injury, according to Harbs. He did tell Harbs that he wants to be back and expects to be back for the start of training camp, but Harbs didn't seem like he was totally convinced. We'll have to monitor that. 
in the coming weeks. And then Jalen Armour Davis, who really just has struggled to stay on the field uh, overall since being drafted out of Alabama. He was somewhat limited in practice on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We create our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons this month, Patrick York and Sarah Kendall. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore and beyond. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Thursday with the Ravens news you need to know. 